Hello, everyone, and welcome to Inside Training Camp, presented by Xfinity. Dave Spadaro, Chris McPherson. Here at the NovaCare Complex, the Eagles just a couple of days away from the preseason finale. And we've got a great show for you today, Chris, as the Eagles get ready for the Jets. 7 o'clock kickoff, NBC 10. It's the Matt Barkley show in the first half and the Tim Tebow show in half number two. Yes, who will win the third quarterback job? Matt Barkley is the most experienced quarterback on this entire Eagles roster, but Tim Tebow has made some significant improvements throughout the spring, summer, and thus far in the preseason. So certainly it's going to be one to watch. And Dave, quite honestly, there are a number of roster battles that fans will need to keep their eyes on as the Eagles will have a very tough decision, a slew of tough decisions ahead to get down to the 53-man roster. Some players that... You know, they might want to keep on the roster. Some they might want to try to get to the practice squad, but you don't want to expose them too much. And, and some so. they will make other rosters, and that's kind of part of the deal in the preseason. You want to put yourself on tape. There are some young players who've impressed, among them Raheem Mostert, for example. Does he make the 53-man roster? Would appear to be looking in from the outside, but is he good enough to be on the practice squad here or on some other team's practice squad? The Eagles also deep at wide receiver. Eagles deep in the secondary as well. So, like you say, there are some roster battles to be won. The game on Thursday has some meaning for those who will be on the field, mostly young players. Let's get you caught up with everything happening with the Philadelphia Eagles. Throw it out to the practice field. Alex Smith, our 360 update. Hi, everyone. Alex Smith here with your 360 update presented by Sports Authority. The Eagles are just a few days away from their final preseason game against the New York Jets on Thursday night. And of course, the big matchup to watch there will be between Tim Tebow and Matt Barkley as they battle for that third quarterback spot. Today, head coach Chip Kelly explained that both quarterbacks still have a lot to prove in the preseason finale. No, our opinions aren't formed. It's one more time for game opportunities. Obviously, I think especially with the quarterback position, um, practice is different just because they're wearing red jerseys. You know, when they're not hit, I think when you get them out there in a game, it's, a, it's another opportunity to get a legitimate evaluation of them. So there, there is a lot of weight in it. Eagles fans will also be keeping a close eye on the roster bubble on Thursday night. One of those players is wide receiver Rasheed Bailey, a local product who, according to head coach Chip Kelly, has not yet seen a stage that's too bright. And I think that's a positive because he's not overwhelmed or overcome because he's playing in his hometown or playing for his favorite team growing up. I think he's, he's really focused on what he has to do, and that's improve on a constant basis. You know. Sometimes you worry about that when you get a guy in that situation. Is he just going to press and try to do too many things? And, um, you know, that remarked in, the, in our first game, he was, he was extremely calm, went out there and made plays against the Colts. And I think that's uh, it's been impressive for him because it it's obviously a different situation than anybody else is in. So. Catching up with Bailey after today's training session, the wide receiver spoke about not feeling any added pressure despite playing for his hometown team. I have no time to, to get caught in emotions. I have no time to say, oh, I'm that Philly kid because sometimes that can be a burden. You know, looking around this locker room, I see a lot of big people, a lot of big names, and I want to be that one day. In order for me to be that way, I have to be here every day working hard like nothing else matters. And me being from this city, it means so much to me. But at the same time, I cannot wear that on my sleeve. I have to come in here every day and do my job. Another player on that roster bubble is running back and special teams man Kenyon Barner, who knows that he still has one more game to showcase his talents. That was another game, though. You never do enough. You know, there's always more that you can do, always more that you can correct, always more that you can get better. You know, don't get too high, don't get too low. That's my mindset. Just go out and do the best that I can, make plays, capitalize on the opportunity that these guys give me. Of course, many of the Eagles veterans will not suit up on Thursday night, but veteran center Jason Kelsey is looking forward to the competition between Tim Tebow and Matt Barkley. 
not necessarily for the competition standpoint, but just to see how each quarterback thrives in this Eagles offense. I, I'm, I'm interested in seeing them both play. I like both of those guys. They're great team guys. Um, you know, I'm not necessarily interested in um, the competition aspect of it. I'm just interested in watching you know, our offense go out and play. As for linebacker D'Amico Ryans, he's already looking ahead to the Eagles' Monday night regular season opener in Atlanta as he looks to get back on the field after a season-ending Achilles injury suffered last November. Yeah, of course, I'm, I'm ready to get back out there, get back uh, after missing, you know, like half the season last year. Of course, I'm ready to get back out there, get back into the action. But uh, it'll be it'll be a fun, it'll be a fun time for me, and uh, it'll be a good time. Probably have a lot of family there, seeing that it's pretty close to Alabama, so probably have a lot of family there. The Eagles also finalized their 75-man roster today ahead of the 4 o'clock deadline as running back Kevin Menungai was waived, linebacker Emmanuel Acho was waived injured with a thumb injury, and rookie cornerback Ja'Cory Shepard was moved to season-ending IR with a torn ACL. For all the latest on the Eagles, be sure to keep it right here on PhiladelphiaEagles.com. Thanks, Alex. A little bit later, we'll look at a player who's not going to play Thursday. Our Eagles in focus will be DeMarco Murray, New Eagles running back. And we'll also go behind enemy lines with the Arizona Cardinals. But first, our special in-studio guest, Dave. Yeah, Nolan Carroll has really stepped up his game from last year. He has been an impact player for the Eagles' remade secondary. How does he think it's coming along in the secondary? Does he fit in as a corner outside, as a slot corner? We'll find out. Stick with us. We're coming right back on Inside Training Camp, presented by Xfinity. Experience the power of physical therapy at NovaCare Rehabilitation. We know the importance of an active lifestyle. If you're currently injured, let us bring that active lifestyle back to you. NovaCare is the exclusive provider of physical therapy to the Philadelphia Eagles. And with more than 100 convenient locations throughout Philadelphia and South Jersey, go to NovaCare.com today and request an appointment online or call 800-770-6682. The Eagles choose NovaCare, so can you NovaCare. The power of physical therapy. Section 512, row 6, seats 7 through 10. Those are our seats. At this one time we can't be there, please treat them right. Get there early, stay late, and yell a whole lot. Dress warm, gloves, hats, warm boots. Eric sits in the middle. Uncle Paul sits on the aisle. And if you want to sit in my seat, make sure you get your ticket from the only place a fan can trust. Buy and sell 100% verified authentic tickets with other true fans. Only on NFL Ticket Exchange. Tickets from one fan to another. to replenish. Everything you need to keep sweating. Stop by your McDonald's for the summer break menu. Choose from a delicious double cheeseburger, filet fish six-piece chicken McNuggets, or a snack wrap, plus a small fry for just $2.50 and bring brighter days to your summer. Only at McDonald's for a limited time. I'm loving it. Time to talk a little defense. The Eagles overhauling the secondary in the offseason. Where do they stand now with one preseason game to go? Welcome into our studio. I'm insider Dave Spadaro, along with cornerback Nolan Carroll. Uh, and first, let's just talk about you, because every time you talk to a coach, they mention you as the guy who's taken that quantum leap from last year. Do you feel that way? 
I do. You know, I've, I've definitely put in the work this offseason, you know, even before I even got up here, uh, started back home after the last game, I kind of told myself, you know, I need to, to do something different. You know, I need to be able to to train a different way mentally and physically. And, and that's what I did when I was home in Florida. Uh, you know, twice twice a day I was just working out, man, just to get myself prepared for, for you know, this process now, the, the preseason and uh, going into the season. Why? What was the impetus to, to change things up for you? You know, I just – just looking back at last year, just the role that I had, I was, it wasn't what I really pictured coming in, coming here from, from Miami. You know, I thought the role that I had in Miami was going to be the similar role that I had, you know, coming in here, and it didn't work out that way. And, you know, I did what the team needed me to do, but at the same time, I just felt like I could have done more. So, you know, I kind of had that chip on my shoulder after the season ended, and you know, I just wanted to come back and, and prove to everybody that, you know, I'm, I'm a good player. You know, I'm, I'm the player that, you saw on film when I was at Miami, and I'm just just here to, to continue to prove that. Isn't it nice to know then? And I imagine there are times in the league where players get stereotyped, typecast. They don't really, even if they've improved, they don't really maybe get that honest look mm-hmm. from a coaching staff. You appreciate the fact that Corey Unlin, Bill Davis looked at you with very objective eyes? Yeah, I, I think so. You know, they, they kind of made it a clean slate, you know, for everybody coming in for during the OTAs. And it was basically, I just attacked it. You know, when they told me that, I just looked at it as, you know, everybody's competing against everyone, so I just, you know, I just tried to win everything as, as much as possible, whatever the situation might have been on or off the field. You know, I wanted to make sure that you know, I was the one to stick out. You are not going to play on Thursday night, of course, it's unofficial, but I can't see that happening. So let's talk a little bit about the big picture in the secondary. What are you seeing? What are you feeling? What can we expect? You know, I just think that all of us together are on the same page. Me, Malcolm. Uh, Byron, you know, and, and, and Walt, we, we all see things the same way. There's a lot of open dialogue between us and Coach Corey as far as, you know, how we see coverages, how we see routes, uh, different kind of adjustments that we see on film. And, you know, we didn't really have that last year. You know, last year was a lot of doubt in, in, in most of our coverages and what we wanted to do. And there wasn't a lot of communication on the field, which resulted in a lot of, you know, the X plays, which are things that we, we tried to communi- uh, try to eliminate this year. You know, so for us, every single day is always something, you know, between, uh, you know, corners and the safeties about what we're trying to do in our coverages. How do we want to disguise it? You know, what the quarterback is seeing, how he views us, you know, a lot of things that go back and forth daily so we can try and perfect what we're doing going into the season. A lot of questions about nickel. Uh, what's going to happen there? <laughs> I don't know. Right now, I was just trying to, you know, they, they put me in there last week to, to get a feel for it. And, you know, I'm going to continue to do it. Uh, Did you play well? I think I did, yeah. For, for being out there the first time, I haven't played it since in my rookie year. What's so hard about it? Why is it so much, diff- much different from outside? It's not that much different. It's just you have more real estate that you have to cover now. You know, when they call those, those man coverages, you don't necessarily have help or have the boundary you know, that you normally would on the outside. You know, now you're dealing with really hash to hash or sideline to sideline, and they can do a lot of routes. They can do a lot of things. They can pick you. They can run over routes. They can run whip routes. You know, so you really have to be discipline with your eyes and, and your technique really has to be sound in there because you know if they, they beat you one way or another there's a lot of real estate they have to work with so just being in there you have to be patient and use your technique and, and just go off your coverage whatever your leverage might be in that coverage and and kind of try and disguise it to mess with the the slot receiver or the quarterback you're in position to help some of these young pups eric and randall and all these youngest how are they coming along and how do you feel about that role of being kind of a mentor and at the same time making sure that you're playing your best football yeah, I, I remember a time when I was young too, and I was in their shoes. So, 
I know a lot of things are just being thrown at them right now and have to try and retain it. And then when they retain it, they have to go on the field and, and show physically, you know, how, how they've been able to retain that information. And, you know, sometimes your head's just spinning so much because you got to know the coverage, you got to get lined up. And on top of that, the pace is going so fast. So, you know, you're tired out there. So you got to remember, you got to think. And for those guys to tell them just to settle down, just hear the play call. Once you hear the play call, you know, process in your mind what you have to do, what your job is, and only think about that one play. Don't think about the last play or don't think about the next play. Think about when you're going to take a break. Just go out there and just do your job. And, and when you see it on film, you correct it. Don't, don't worry about what the coach thinks about you. Don't worry about, you know, what players might think of you if, if you give up a play or whatnot. You know, everybody's going to get beat in this league. So, you know, just, just be calm out there and, and just play hard and play fast, play with effort. Last one. I know you've been around the league a couple of days. You know how Eagles fans are looking at this preseason, 3-0, and 1,000 points a game scored. Do you, do you feel it with this team? Do you feel like this could be a pretty good team? I definitely think so. You know, just A really good team? I, I really think we have a chance to be really great, you know, just because of some of the stuff we've been doing since, you know, we started back in April 20th. Uh, you know, Chip's done a really good job of really – Having offensive guys interact with defensive guys and, and O linemen interacting with, you know, DBs and DBs interacting with quarterbacks and wide receivers interacting with linebackers. He's kind of meshed everybody together. And, you know, guys that you wouldn't normally talk to on a team, you talk to and you find information out about them that you you wouldn't necessarily know if you went out your way and, and actually tried to talk to them, you know. So that helps us, you know, being able to, to care for one another more because you know a little bit more information about them than you you wouldn't normally do, you know. So that makes you care about them on the field more and want to go 100% for those guys. And, you know, it shows up on the field. You know, guys are, are supporting one another out there. Older guys are supporting younger guys when they're out there and they have their turn. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a brotherhood. It's a family just because of what we've been doing for so long, the culture that we've been doing, uh, the togetherness and, and the bonding. It's, it's, I think it's going to be special. Love it. Year. Love it. Love it. Thanks, Nolan. No All right, man. Have All a right. good Thursday. No, I appreciate it. Don't work too hard on the sidelines. <laughs> Keep your eyes on the field, not in the stands. Okay, <laughs> it's New you. York. Nolan Carroll in <laughs> studio here on PhiladelphiaEagles.com. With Xfinity, stream your recordings anywhere or download them to your smartphone or tablet to watch when you're offline. Oh, man, that would be nice. Let's take it on the train. Awesome. Or on a plane. This will work in a plane. You can even watch on the moon. <laughs> Call or click today. a temple owl. Meet Stella. She's wise, fierce, and she's not alone. Temple University, where owls call home. We are the cherry and white. The city is our classroom, and we lead the rush hour, making our mark on every field around the world. A world without temple, well, that's like the sky without the North Star. Temple, never stopping.
The Eagles and the Cardinals are playing once again in what's starting to seem like a rivalry here between the former, once upon a time, NFC East rivals. Now, of course, the Cardinals are in the NFC West, and the person who covers them better than anyone is Darren Urban from azcardinals.com. Darren, we want to look at what the Cardinals are going to do in 2015, and the biggest question there, obviously, with most teams is at quarterback. What difference will it make having a healthy Carson Palmer running the offense? Well, you figure it's going to make all the difference in the world. I mean, if you look at Carson Palmer's last 15 starts, which because of last season and the injuries he suffered stretches over the last two seasons, but his last 15 starts, he's 13-2, and two, his passing, uh, his quarterback rating is right around 95. Uh, he's cut down his interceptions uh, way down. So, I mean, it, it makes all the difference in the world. And if uh, you have a healthy, healthy Carson Palmer, he knows this offense now, the key People in this uh, uh, that are playing on that side of the ball know the offense really well. I, I think it's going to make a big difference for this team. And if their offensive line gels the way they want with the addition of Mikey Potty at guard, uh, they might be actually able to run the ball a little bit, which I think will give them balance that uh, they haven't had previously. Darren, I want to ask you about the run game. The Cardinals drafted David Johnson out of Northern Iowa. Is he the guy to finally give you know a, a complete running game here to really help this offense round itself out? Well, I, I think the, the plan still is to have Andre Ellington be the big part of the offense. And, uh, and when he's healthy, he's a dynamic playmaker that I think would be very important for this team. David Johnson gives them a, a bigger back than Andre Ellington. He's more muscular. He's just more physical. But really, his skill set in a lot of ways is just like Andre Ellington. He can run the ball, but he's a really good receiver. Uh, and I think the idea there is... In the end, if Andre Ellington does get hurt, you have a guy you could plug into the offense and still run the same plays. Part of the problem the Cardinals had last year was when Andre Ellington had his foot issues and was dealing with that all season long before he finally went down for good with a core problem, uh, they didn't really have anybody else who could come in and do the same things he did. Uh, and that was an issue in terms of play calling and that sort of thing. And with David Johnson, if he can spell a tired Andre Ellington or, you know, God forbid, Andre Ellington gets hurt again and you can bring in a guy that can do the same types of things, uh, it just makes for a continuity that wasn't there previously. All right, Darren, please tell Eagles fans that Larry Fitzgerald is on the decline. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I'm guessing that's a no. That I guess way. that's a no. You know, <laughs> it's obviously Larry's older. Uh, his numbers are overall are probably not going to be what they used to be in part because of how this offense is run, how they use him, the you know addition of John Brown last year, and obviously Eagles fans know all about John Brown. Um, Thanks for reminding us, Darren. But, we appreciate it. But clearly, yeah, I, well, I wouldn't be me if I didn't go ahead and put that out there. Of course. Um, but, but the good thing for the Cardinals was when Carson Palmer was healthy, after he had the, the nerve issue in his shoulder early last year, and, and he and Fitzgerald finally got on the same page and there was a six game span which included the Eagles game uh, where if you broke those numbers down and you kind of extrapolated out over a full 16 game season Larry Fitzgerald was still a thousand yard receiver with more you know eight to ten touchdowns and I think that's what they're still hoping if Palmer's healthy and Larry stays healthy you know there was no question that when Palmer went down early and then again when he went down for good uh, that hurt Larry Fitzgerald's numbers, and that's another reason why they were down. But when they were both healthy and on the field, they were clicking, and I think they're hoping that's still the case. You know, is Larry Fitzgerald going to gain 13 or 1,400 yards in a season again? That's probably a long shot, even if everybody's healthy again because of the way things are constructed. But uh, I know he still believes he's uh, the same Larry Fitzgerald he's always been, and clearly he can still put up some numbers.
Darren, how much of a drop-off will there be on defense, if any at all, with Todd Bowles leaving the defensive coordinator post to take the head coach job with the New York Jets? Well, right now, the players insist that there won't be a drop-off. And James Betcher, who's the new defensive coordinator, insists there won't be a, a drop-off. He's been on the staff. The players all know him. He was already starting to be groomed to be Bowles' replacement because, quite frankly, the Cardinals were expecting Todd Bowles to get a head coaching job sooner rather than later. They actually thought he might get one after the 2013 season. So they've been prepared for this for a long time. And, you know, I'm sure you're not surprised either. When you're talking about players, good players, a Patrick Peterson, a Calais Campbell, uh, you know, a Tyron Matthew, those kinds of guys, there's a lot of belief in themselves. And in the end, they know that coaching is important, and it is important. Uh, but they believe that in the end it's about the players making plays, and they feel like they still have the talent to do it. They've got a lot of veterans. They've added some veterans. Um, they have good leadership on that side of the ball. We might not know exactly what James Betcher is going to be as a coordinator until we get to the regular season and we see what kind of adjustments he's able to make in-game. One of the great things about Todd Bowles was he was really good at halftime adjustments and it always made a difference to this team. In the second half, their defense always played really well. We'll see how that goes with James Betcher, but I know right now the confidence is, is high on that side of the ball that they can continue doing what they've been doing. Last year's loss to the Cardinals kept the Eagles out of playoffs. We'll see what happens this time around. Darren Urban from azcardinals.com. Take us behind enemy lines right here on philadelphiaeagles.com. Have you ever dreamed of owning Eagles season tickets? Well, these two seats could be yours because Comcast Sportsnet and the Eagles are giving away a pair of tickets for the entire Eagles 2015 season. Every week this summer brings you closer to the dream with a new chance to win these seats. It's easy to enter. Just answer this week's poll question. Enter now at PhiladelphiaEagles.com slash Philly, and these could be yours. Experience the power of physical therapy at NovaCare Rehabilitation. We know the importance of an active lifestyle. If you're currently injured, let us bring that active lifestyle back to you. NovaCare is the exclusive provider of physical therapy to the Philadelphia Eagles. And with more than 100 convenient locations throughout Philadelphia and South Jersey, go to NovaCare.com today and request an appointment online or call 800-770-6682. The Eagles choose NovaCare, so can you NovaCare. The power of physical therapy. Section 512, row 6, seats 7 through 10. Those are our seats. At this one time we can't be there, please treat them right. Get there early, stay late, and yell a whole lot. Dress warm, gloves, hats, warm boots. Eric sits in the middle. Uncle Paul sits on the aisle. And if you want to sit in my seat, make sure you get your ticket from the only place a fan can trust. Buy and sell 100% verified authentic tickets with other true fans. Only on NFL Ticket Exchange. Tickets from one fan to another. Enter at PhiladelphiaEagles.com for a chance to win a pair of tickets in the Amoroso Suite when the Eagles take on Buffalo at Lincoln Financial Field. We welcome you back. It's Inside Training Camp presented by Xfinity. Dave and Chris here. And our Eagle in focus is someone, Chris, we think will get a few touches. A big move for the Eagles in free agency and really an entire shakeup in the Eagles' backfield. Yes, indeed. After a historic season for the Aged in Dallas, the Eagles signed DeMarco Murray to revamp the rushing attack, led the league in rushing yards and yards from scrimmage a year ago. What will he bring to the Eagles' offense? It's a brand new scheme that the Eagles want to run from the backfield, and Murray is the one leading the way. He is our Eagle in focus. Let's send it out now to Alex Smith. 
Hi, Eagles fans. Alex Smith here as we wrap up our Eagle in Focus series with the prize of the 2015 offseason free agent edition running back to Marco Murray. Eagles fans have known Murray's name since he came into the league in 2011, primarily because he's been the workhorse back for the rival Dallas Cowboys. Last season, Murray was flat out fantastic as he rushed for 1,845 yards and 13 touchdowns, both of which led the league. He also became the first player in NFL history to run for at least 100 yards in each of his team's first eight games. But then in April, that foe became a friend as Murray signed a five-year contract here in Philadelphia. The two-time Pro Bowler's north-south, no-nonsense style of running makes him a perfect fit in this Eagles offense. Just his style, how he, how he plays. You know, obviously we, we faced him uh, twice. You know, you get a chance to see him up close and personal and what he can do, but um, a physical downhill runner, really what uh, zone scheme we're looking for, downhill one-cut runner, and uh, both him and Ryan, I think, possess those qualities. And um, when you have a physical downhill runner, you better have two of them because they're going to carry the ball, but they're also going to take a lot of physical shots. So we want to be able to spread out the carries. Um, we were real fortunate, you know, I, I think, in a real credit to LaShawn that we had for the last two years, you know, had your fingers crossed the whole time that he never got injured. And, and it's a real credit to him in terms of his durability. But knowing the style that those guys have, I think being able to distribute the carries through two guys is, uh, is what we're looking to do. Murray joins a talented cast of runners here in Philadelphia, along with Ryan Matthews and Darren Sproles. And he also rejoins quarterback Sam Bradford as the duo gets to relive their glory days from Oklahoma, where Murray set school records in all-purpose yardage and helped lead the Sooners to a BCS national title game appearance in 2008. For Eagle in Focus, I'm Alex Smith. Thanks so much, Alex. We are back tomorrow with our day-before-game show. So it'll be our final Inside Training Camp presented by Xfinity. We've got a lot for you, including a visit from running back Raheem Mostert, who's looking ahead to Thursday's game with great anticipation. So we've got a lot coming your way tomorrow. Thanks for joining us today. Eagles have 20, what, 22 more players to cut yes. as they get down to the roster limit of 53 players. Those cuts likely to come Friday. We'll keep you up to date on PhiladelphiaEagles.com. For Chris McPherson, I'm Dave Spadaro. Thanks for joining us. Have yourselves a great Eagles day. Bye, bye, bye.